Hello, creepy cats. Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. In this episode, Jackie tells Melissa about another Uber driver who killed while on the job. Although this interaction took just 50 seconds and no weapons were used, it still resulted in a heartbreaking tragedy. Please be aware that this episode will discuss assault. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody. Welcome back to Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast. Jackie and I have another horrendous tale of some crazy ass Uber drivers. And Jackie somehow managed to find a case where the person drove for both Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Well, you'll see why. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I'm assuming. Let me just take a guess. This person did something unhinged, and they got fired from one of these places. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then worked for the other one. Okay, now that we're talking about that, there should be a way that taxis and car companies, like a website where you have to give someone ratings, because how would you know if they got fired from Uber, if you're a Lyft person or vice versa? Yeah. Well, this story is shorter, but we'll just get right into it. And honestly, I do wish there was more details about this case because there's a lot of stuff that there's just not a lot of details, but let's just get right into it, girl. Okay. Take it away, Jackie. So this happens in 2018 in Chicago. This part of the story is in July and a man named Scott Gore he wanted to go to the Chicago Cubs game that day. Who wouldn't? A nice July day. So he called himself a Lyft to attend the game. And the person who was driving the Lyft was named Fang Ki Lu. That was who his, the Lyft driver was for the day. So Gore, you know, got in the car and things were normal, but at some point Scott Gore asked Lou to take an alternate route than what he was taking, and he said that Lou became agitated, and I mean, they must have, like, argued a little bit or something, because at some point Scott Gore asked Lou if he could just get out of his vehicle a little bit before Wrigley Field. So he was just basically like, let me out of your car. Aren't you not allowed to take another route other though than what's listed on the app? I, that, I think that is true with Uber. I've honestly never taken a Lyft, so I'm not sure, but that could be the case. And I mean, maybe that is why he became agitated. Yeah. But I mean, I think there's a difference between saying I can't do that and like becoming agitated. Right. But regardless... Scott Gore said, like, let me out of this car, basically. And he said that Lou said, and quote, he said, do you want to fight over this? And I said to him, if you punch me, I'm going to sue you. That's what Scott Gore said to the, the driver. And he said next, and the next thing I know, he floored me. He punched me with one punch to the head, one hit to the ear. Oh my gosh. So Lou just literally punched him in the head once, and I'm assuming Scott Gore got out of the car at that point. Lou really said, 
fuck your lawsuit. And that's pretty crazy. Someone says, I'm literally going to sue you, and then you just punch them? And they're saying, let me get out of your car. I mean, just let them get out. (laughs) Regardless. Okay. Tensions are rising. They rose. Scott Gore did file a police report, and he filed complaints with Lyft and Uber. Very smart. Why with both? I'm assuming just because they're both the most popular rideshare apps. So I'm assuming he thought if this guy tries to drive for Uber, they'll know that he punched me in the head. Wow. He was thinking like I was earlier. Yeah. And Lyft, they did take away Lou's driving privileges the day of the incident, and they officially deactivated, like, his account two weeks later. But Lou was not removed from Uber's system for whatever reason. Yikes. How old was he? I am not... 100% sure, but there's a picture of him, and he looks like he's in his 30s, I'd say. Okay. So, obviously, Lou began driving for Uber because he wasn't in their system for anything bad, so he did start driving for Uber. And on September 2nd, 2018, Lou was picking up an Uber passenger somewhere in Chicago near West Madison Street when he became frustrated with a taxi that was double parked outside a high-rise on that street. And the taxi belonged to Anis Tunjikar. He was 64 years old and he had been a taxi driver for 20 years. So he knows what he's doing. But regardless, Lou was mad that he was double parked outside of this building and for whatever reason Lou reached out and hit Tunjakar's side view mirror and you're a grown-ass man yeah how are you getting (laughs) this mad at these minor inconveniences in your life and like you drive for your job I mean that's one thing you're kind of rude if you do that for whatever reason just because someone's double parked but you're on the job And I'm not sure. The articles are not clear. This is where things annoy me. They're not clear if he... I When they say picking up, I mean, I'm assuming he didn't have the passenger. I'm assuming he was on his way to get them. Mm -hmm. But they weren't clear. But I'm assuming he didn't have anyone in the car. He was just on their way to... On his way to pick someone up. But still, you're driving for Uber. Like... If you're... And you just got fired from Lyft. (laughs) If you're this bad with people, too, like, if you get this enraged with people so quickly, you should not be having a job where your job is interacting with the public. Yeah, and driving. But I'm assuming that Tunjakar was in his vehicle because he actually followed Lou about a block before he pulled in front of Lou's car at the intersection of Jefferson and Washington Street. Mm. And where they were, like, pulled over was kind of right in front of a building that had CCTV, like, directly in front of it. So you can basically see their whole interaction. Um, so Tunjakar got out of his car and walked over to Lou's driver's side window where they obviously exchanged some words. Who knows what they said, but they talked for a couple seconds. 
After they talked, Chandrakar went over to the passenger side of Lou's vehicle and flipped his side mirror in. Like, just pushed it in. (laughs) But it wasn't, like, that heated watching it. They weren't flailing their hands or it didn't look like they were pointing at each other. It just seemed like they were maybe talking a little heatedly. Okay. But as Tundrakar was walking over and pushed in the mirror, Lou got out of his vehicle. And as Tundrakar started walking back towards the passenger side of his car... Lou kicked him one time in the head, a roundhouse kick to the head. It looks like it hits Tunchakar in the left eye area around that area. Oh my god. Tunchakar fell to the ground and hit his head on the pavement. And sadly, he was knocked out and he was taken to Northwestern Memorial Hospital in critical condition. But he was pronounced dead two days later. Oh, my gosh. I imagine from his head hitting the ground when he fell. I'm assuming the mix of that and the blow to the head because he was definitely knocked out just from the kick itself. And then, yeah, just fell like dead weight right to the ground. Did... Lou know what martial arts or something? I have no idea. That's another thing. Like, the story does not tell. So I'm not sure if he had any sort of training. But it seems like he... It was a very delivered kick. Definitely not someone who just... It seemed like he had training. Like, he just walked up so quick. Wow. That's so sad because wasn't... Tunjakar in his 60s? Yeah, he's 64. Like, there's no need to just roundhouse kick someone to the head like that. And it does just seem like maybe he does have experience fighting since he punched that other guy in the face just once real quick. Like, this is not really normal behavior. And it is sad. There was, like, a bicyclist coming in the opposite direction. So I'm pretty sure that person on the bike saw not the thing happen, but Tunjakar laying on the ground, and I'm assuming stopped. That's at least what it looks like from the video. Oh, that's so sad. And it's also weird. After it happens, Lou just gets back into his car. He doesn't immediately drive away. I mean, he clearly sees that he knocked Tunjakar out, but he doesn't like, drive away or anything immediately. But the video does only end right after it happens, and it only lasts the whole thing about 50 seconds from the time Tunchakar got out of his vehicle and talked to Lou to the end of the video. So it was not a long talking to that they had. It was not a long exchange of words. This was all really fast. And I just can't even imagine also that... 50 seconds is what it takes for someone to have an exchange with someone and lose their life. A random person that you've never met. It's just, I don't understand. And that's really sad for someone who's 64 and has been a taxi driver for 20 years in the city. Yeah, not to make it even more sad, but he did have a wife and grown children. So his one son, Omar, was in New York City and he flew to Chicago to see his dad, and he said his father's face was almost unrecognizable due to the injuries. He saw his dad for the two days before he passed. But there is clearly no, like, consciousness or anything like that. Very, very tragic. 
I couldn't even imagine. I know. Lou, so this is another thing that no, none of the stories really tell. I'm not sure when Lou got arrested. I don't know if he got arrested on the spot. I don't know how. But regardless, he was arrested at some point. And he was only in police custody for 48 hours before he was released without being charged with anything. Um, what the fuck? How is that not even an assault charge? I have no idea. You kick someone in the head. You didn't even... I don't even think they made him post bail or anything. It didn't seem like that because they didn't charge him. So, what the hell? <sighs> yeah. Uber did say that they removed Lou from their app on the day of the incident. But Lou fled to China the minute that he got out. I was just going to say, did they continue with pressing charges? So listen to this BS. The incident occurred in September. An arrest warrant for first-degree murder was issued on December 26th. Five months, basically. Almost five months. I thought you said it happened in September. Yeah, September, well, October, November. Okay, well, three months. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, uh, but the end of December, and it was the very beginning. Er- this is someone who was killed. This isn't just yes. a fight on the street. I don't understand how it would take more than a month. It's, like, all on video. It literally, the whole thing was on video. I don't get it. I mean, did they, and did it take them a month to figure out who it was because of how many people? Like, because I don't of know. all the different Uber drivers and whatnot in the city? I don't understand. I don't know. But regardless, Chicago police had finished their investigation in November and recommended that prosecutors charge Lou with a felony, at least in November. Mm-hmm. But the state attorney's like unit declined to approve the charges and said it was an ongoing investigation with whom the police told you that it's a felony like yeah are you guys investigating i don't know but it's really sad because the united states and china don't have an extradition extradition treaty so it's not like we can bring him back yeah he's never coming back yeah honestly so A lot of people were upset about this, clearly. Lyft was actually cited for failing to notify the city's Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection that it had deactivated Lou from its platform. So I guess it was required to do so within 48 hours, and it did not. Mm. So Lyft got checked for that. Were people mad at Uber because they... Well, we'll talk about that, too. Oh. But if Lyft would have told the city, um, the city would have relayed a warning about Lou's violent behavior to other ride-sharing companies, which would have included Uber. But, regardless, Scott Gore from the beginning did tell Uber that, so... That's so sad for him, too, because he had an experience similar where what if he would have hit his head when he was punched in the face? Yeah, and they said that, oh, so Lou actually, sorry, was 31 when this happened. Mm. And he had been working at Uber. It was only four weeks that he started working at Uber after he punched that guy in the head. Oh, my God. So, what's up with that? Huh? 
Yeah, I'm going to need an explanation because I don't understand. I mean, maybe it was one of those things where Uber was like, it's he said, she said, but not really because didn't Scott go to the police? Yeah, he did. (laughs) And people, it was like newspapers did start asking Lyft if there was some sort of like communication breakdown that had happened between them and the city or them and Uber, why they had not notified people. And it was kind of after people started asking those questions when the city did, like, find them for that. So, I mean, that much is good. But a Lyft spokeswoman um, did make a statement that said, this is a terrible tragedy and our heads go out to the friends and family. of." <sighs> I meant hearts. <laughs> I assumed. Uh, let me start. They were like reading such a tragic thing. <laughs> oh my god. This is a terrible tragedy and our hearts go out to the friends and family of Mr. Tunjakar. We stand ready to engage with the BACP on next steps. Like, okay. That could have been more heartfelt. Yeah, and there's... Tunjakar's son, Omar, after that, said, My father's death was preventable. If Lyft had cooperated with the city, authorities could have taken steps to prevent this violent driver with a hair-trigger temper from driving on another platform. Damn. Bam. Could He's he sue right. them? Could the family sue Probably. Lyft? Probably, but they did sue Uber. Oh. They did sue Uber because... Well, according to their lawsuit, I'm not sure where it went, but, like, from the last article I read about their lawsuit, they claimed that Lou didn't have a valid driver's license and it had expired. So, and they had known about his history of violence because the lift, like, someone told him about the lift incident, so. Wow. I would sue Uber and I would sue Lyft. I would sue both of them if I was the family Because I feel like it is both of their faults. Yeah, exactly. And it's sad because in the lawsuits, um, the family of Tunjikar had asked for the records from prosecutors through the Freedom of Information Act. And apparently, like, they got some stuff, but they didn't get all the files connected to the case. So, I believe they might be suing about that, too. I mean, it's just really sad. They lost a loved one, and now they're not even getting, like, all the answers that they deserve. And I don't understand what would be in the file that they couldn't turn over. I mean... Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's so sad how it's just, like, this guy who's 64, probably getting ready to retire soon, living a day of his normal... An average day of his normal life, and then this event happens just within a minute. And it's just so sad. Then his family's left to battle these lawsuits, to sue people. And you know what's even, like, worse, honestly, is that CBS got some sort of... They got 54 pages of police records, and they saw that police requested charges be filed on nine separate occasions. So, what the hell? Like, they, like, the police were doing their job, clearly. They're like, arrest this guy. I don't understand what was going on in the DA's office there. Yeah. They need to, I, I mean, they need to sue the district attorney as well, because. Like, yeah, I mean, it seems like the Tunchikar family is suing a lot of people in this, so I really hope that they at least cash out, but, like, 
That's not even what this was about. That's just so sad that they lost. It's yeah, sad that right. someone could. It's just so many different things. It's sad that Lyft didn't do their duties. It's sad that Uber clearly didn't do all of their due dil- due diligence. It's sad that somebody like Lou would even drive and take a job like this. Right. Yeah. And then for the police and... Well, not the police. They didn't drop the ball, actually. But for the, you know, prosecutors involved, it really seems like they dropped the ball on this. Yeah, and they're kind of just, like, covering their tracks because it blew up more than anticipated. Yeah, and and police get a lot of the slack, like, all the time. And, you know, they were trying to do everything they could. So (laughs) it's not their fault. And it's crazy thinking that... This man, Lou, he's only 31 when that happened. He has so much life left to live, and he's just in China. Back in his hometown, or not his hometown, but, you know, like, it's sad. He gets to return to a home when Tunjikar will never do that. Like, that's so tragic, someone who had been doing this for 20 years. And what he did wasn't even bad. Like, he just pushed the dude's mirror in. Mm-hmm. After he had basically done the same thing to him a block ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would say, it w- and that's why I wish I knew more about this case. I do wish I knew if he had some sort of martial arts training because that kick seemed very... Deliberate. Mm-hmm. And, like, very practiced. <laughs> Not how I would know how to kick. Oh, my God. Very Damn. sad. It's crazy that, again, why am I never hearing of these stories? Why am I not hearing when you think about it? I I mean, Jackie and I don't take Uber and Lyft. We don't take ride-sharing apps. But it's scary thinking of, what if you're downtown with your girlfriends or people and lose the person who picks you up? Seriously. Someone who four weeks ago was fired from another ride-sharing app? For punching someone right in the head. Those are the things where it's really scary to think about how little you actually know about. And I took, it it took me so long to even find the story. Like, why? It's only from 2018. And it's, it's also sad because, I mean, this is different, but, you know, when there's a young woman who is killed with an Uber driver, Mm -hmm. a white young woman, it's plastered everywhere. And of course those stories matter, but this is a 64-year-old man who was also killed at random. Like, Mm -hmm. his story deserves to be told. But part of me thinks that maybe, I mean, the, like, people, the prosecutors and people tried not to make it a big story because so many people dropped the ball. Probably. So many people. Yeah, probably. Damn. But that's that on that. I'm, I just hope that the family can at least continue to get answers and hopefully will be successful in some of these lawsuits. Right. I do too. And I, like you said, I, I'm glad that you chose this story. Like it's, it's tragic and it's infuriating, but the story deserves to be told because you never know if you're in China, you never know you could run into this person. Number one. And number two, be always be aware of your surroundings, everything like that. You know, so scary, scary world out there. It is. But Anyway, we hope that you all enjoyed this story wherever you are listening from. Hopefully you're not listening to this in an Uber. Oh my god, yeah. Like, (laughs) that would be crazy. But we hope you guys are all having a good November. And stay safe and stay warm. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? 
follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.